0: This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, talking defensive recruiting now, big picture, Nate. And, you know, I wanted to just get into your thoughts on on what the needs are. I mean, you, you kind of look at what Nebraska graduates. It's a very small senior class. There's just 24 seniors on this team overall, but only 17 are in scholarship, Nate, right? And actually 15. Uh, today i mean that's before walk on additions so you know there there aren't a lot of just glaring big gaps of defensive players moving on but um, you know other than defensive line yeah defensive I mean, uh, line that's the five big one. seniors on the defensive line
1: yeah that doesn't happen very often i mean i don't recall the last time you had five scholarship guys along the defensive line that were especially
0: when you play a 3-4 yeah
1: so to me that's that is the biggest need in this class um, they addressed some of those issues last year, but I think they still are going to need to to bring in you know probably at least four, uh, maybe even five defensive linemen in this in this recruiting class. A couple couple nose tackles and in uh, a couple defensive ends for sure. And I know at one point in time they were hoping to get three nose tackles: Perrion Winfrey, Nash Hutmacher, and Jamar Sakona. Uh, obviously, Perrion Winfrey has since gone to uh, gone to Oklahoma. Um, you know, the, the big Juco nose tackle there. But, uh, you know, I think that Perrion Winfrey – and or, I'm sorry, uh, Nash Huttmacher, everyone knows Nash. And, and I think Nebraska's in a good spot there. And then Jamar Sacona, the, the big-time nose tackle out of Northern California, I think they're in a great spot there too. So they could still get two of arguably their, their top two players there at that position and, and be just fine. Uh, but, yeah, that whole group, defensive end, nose tackle – uh, I think is, is very, very important uh, for this for this staff in the 2020
0: class. Nate, um, I, I shared something with you, uh, kind of what Nebraska looks at when they kind of look for defensive guys. And, you know, there was just some interesting kind of key data points um, on that slide that I showed you, kind of on, on what Nebraska specifically looks at. What jumped out to you about some of those things on there?
1: Well, nothing too crazy, but – um, you know, and at the nose tackle position, they like guys who are three hundred plus pounds, and so you know, and, and that's kind of what you what you want. I know that, big bone guys. Yeah, I mean, you want a big, you want a big square plug there, a big, you know, real strong guy uh, in that middle. Uh, somebody who's going to command double teams and, and eat up a little space, but also somebody who can collapse a pocket and um, you know who's athletic enough to to you know be be a little bit of a problem for that offensive line, and so. Um, you know, nothing, nothing too glaring there, but, um, you know, and the big thing for, for ends and in, in something that Eric Chenander always talks about or has always talked about since he got to Nebraska is length. Um, whether it be defensive end or outside linebacker i mean they 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 want guys with length there uh, on the on the edge of the defense and so um so that's kind of what they're looking for uh, in the in the defensive end is is big tall long bodies there athletic bodies and guys that aren't afraid to to hit um you know quick athletic strikers uh that have length And, and so uh, all across that that defensive front, that's what they want. But especially in the middle, they want big, strong, 300-pound plugs uh, there that can that are going to c- command double teams and and kind of open things up for other people too.
0: Inside linebacker is an interesting one too, Nate, because. I mean, measurables are one thing, but really it's natural instincts. That's probably what they look for the most at that position. And Barrett Rude, I mean, who better than to diagnose a guy's natural instincts and maybe one of the more naturally instinctive linebackers in recent Nebraska football history. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
1: You can tell if a guy is just a natural or not by what position they're always in. If they if they always seem to be in the right spot at the right time, or or guys who can diagnose plays early on. I mean, that's that's what they want in that in that middle linebacker position. And and Barrett Root has said it several times now. The days of you know having that 240 to 250 pound big you know dick buckus you know middle middle linebacker those days are pretty much over I mean you still there still are times where you need somebody like that but at the same time you you, you need athletes that that can diagnose plays and that are in position to make a tackle uh, and in players that are good tacklers and um, and, then can run. And so, um, you know, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for guys at, athletes that can run and tackle. And, um, and especially in the middle spot, they want, they want smart, instinctive players as well.
0: You're listening here to the Husker line show, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus is talking some big picture defensive recruiting board things. And, you know, Nate, we saw Nebraska, they got their first defensive commit of the class earlier in June, um, Tayman Lyman, you know, and, and somewhat under the radar um, just because he didn't have a ranking on rivals, but I'll tell you what, Travis Fisher, if we've learned anything about how he recruits, he's got a p- pretty specific set of prerequisites. I think year one, he kind of had to go off that sheet a little bit and just get guys in there and take a chance on a lot of those guys. A lot of those guys aren't even here anymore. CJ Smith and um, you know some of the other defensive backs have left the program already. Uh, Cam Jones, um, etc. But you're starting to see really, I think, or we're learning a lot more about what Travis Fisher truly wants, the type of guys he wants in this program.
1: Yeah, I think more, more than not, he wants big, tall, long corners and safeties in, in that back end of the defense. Um, you know, and that's what Timon Lynham is. He, he's a big 6'2 guy that that has tremendous length, and he wants physical football players. He wants guys that aren't afraid to hit. Um, and aren't afraid to mix it up a little bit and, and uh, th- that are going to make plays on the football and kind of kind of create havoc in, in the back end of the defense. And in and, uh, and versatile players, you know, guys that can play corner and nickel or nickel and safety or, or even all three positions and, you know, guys that he can kind of interchange at any point in time and, and kind of like the offensive line, like Greg Austin talks about, wanting to get, in, wanting to get the five best offensive linemen on the football field I think Travis Fisher wants to get the four best defensive backs on the football field, eventually get to the point where he feels like he can plug and play anybody. And they didn't have that a year ago. No, they did not have that a year ago. And, and you know, and I think they're getting closer to that, uh, especially with some of the guys they, they, they're they bringing in as true freshmen, uh, like a Noah Polo-Gates and, a, you know, a Quentin Newsome and, and, and Miles Farmer and, and guys like that, but uh, J- J- Javen Wright, but – they're going to be getting to the point where I think Travis Fisher will be able to feel comfortable, kind of moving moving anybody to any certain position position in the back end of that defense and and feeling really good. And about you
0: that. saw that at Central Florida, especially in that second year, just the type of athletes he had back there. And you know, I, I think. They somewhat battle on finding the right type of Florida kids to get up here, guys that fit that profile. We saw them going to Georgia last year a lot more. No Florida. Um, Lyman is the first Florida guy that you know, we talked about last week, first Florida guy they've gotten since uh, the class of 2018. Um, but I think if there's anything they've learned about recruiting Florida, Georgia type of kids – They've got to make sure they're the right type of kids that fit up here, because we've seen a lot of guys come and go in this program quickly under this staff that maybe just don't fit into what's going on in Lincoln.
1: Yeah, you, you have to find the right kid, and I, I think more times than not, it's it's a mentally tough kid that that um, you know that their family is going to have an opportunity to get up to a game or two a year. Um, you know and and, and because every kid I don't care where they're coming from there's going to be a point in time where things get tough and maybe they get homesick and and you know it's it's different in nebraska than it is in miami obviously um and there's going to be times where you're missing home a little bit and and um you know and or or where you got to change you know what you what you're always what you've always done or how you've always acted maybe to to fit into the culture a little bit here and um you know and those are those are not easy things to do for some kids and uh, so if you're Nebraska, you got to find the right types of kids that are that are going to be mentally tough to to kind of go through some adversity and to maybe suck it up when it, when the weather is not you know 90 degrees and 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 you know perfect out um, and and so I think that that's one thing Nebraska has probably learned a little bit is is okay yeah we, we can still recruit Florida and we can we can get into Georgia and Alabama and and these areas but. We have to make sure we're getting the right types of kids between the ears, uh, not just the right types of athletes. All
0: right, I'm going to throw this out here to wrap it up. Uh, so as far as numbers on defense, I mean, is it as simple as four D linemen, four linebackers, four secondary guys get twelve guys, or is it? I mean, how is it? How, how far off am I with that? Just hot take right there.
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think you're not far off, really. Um, you could probably interchange a couple of those. It numbers could be around, five and three on yeah.
0: one end of the other.
1: Yeah, but it, defensive line and inside linebacker, um, I, I mean, those are the two the two spots that are really, really big.
0: So they need about 12 guys in Nate, then to wrap things up on defense.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, right around 12 guys. And, and like I said, I think, you know, defensive line, inside linebacker, those are the two really, really important spots. I mean, every spot's important, but those are the two positions I think that are probably a little bit more valued in this class than the others.
0: All right. Well, lots to follow. Make sure you are on huskeronline.com as Nate Klaus, Robin, and the entire team will have you up to date on everything leading up here as Big 10 Media Days is approaching here as we'll we'll get you ready for that starting next week.
1: Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska Athletics.